0: These are real people, they do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves, I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. And I think people realize how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are. Not only did this help me to write it, it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. people just want to know that this they just want to know that they're safe to talk and share these things. So many people think they're alone, and then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's you know that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, and then they want to talk about it. Hello and welcome to Open Journal. My name is Mike and I hope you're well out there. I hope things are good for you. This episode is a little bit of a ramble from me. Uh, there's been stuff going on recently. I've shared it um, through social media stuff. I've shared it in a couple of blog posts. Well, wow, one blog post. Um, and I thought it'd be really interesting to talk a little bit about it here on the podcast. It's kind of been on the edge of some conversations but not really had a chance to talk about some of it so it'll be really good to use one of these episodes to just have a little bit of a chat so probably a slightly shorter episode he says um to have a talk through this so if you have read the if you read the blog then you'll know some of this already um so apologies for that uh but yeah so recently well this year um i've been taking part in a fundraising challenge to support my my local mind Um, and yeah there's been fundraising alongside that to support the local charity but really I've got to be honest a lot of it was just for me Um, felt like a really big thing to kind of do some of these activities and um, I really enjoy kind of engaging with those kind of fundraising things but also knowing um, I've done a few now and you know you're 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 re-asking the same people um and I think particularly at the moment so many of us are struggling or trying to manage finances fundraising asks are a really tricky thing at the moment and I think they will be probably for for the next while um and I think possibly that feeds into why for me I've really enjoyed this year having activities or challenges that were much more like let's do these things and cool if some people are able to kick in some money that helps the fundraising that's great um but it's not the end of the world if it doesn't really raise too much hello tom do you want to come and sit with us there he is um so yeah so for me uh, i'd kind of decided the the three things i wanted to do at the end of last year um but kind of just allow myself a little bit of time to to think about them or to get started with them through the year so my my three fundraising activities or challenges for this year one was a oh tom come to per right next to the mic um my first fundraising challenge quite loud Tom uh my first fundraising challenge was to have a, a charity haircut to do another donation um so this was the third time I'd done uh, uh like a hair donation which went to little Princesses trust um so they use the hair for um children's wigs uh, so that was really good I think I cut it's about 11 and a half inches I forget now it's quite a few months ago so that was kind of my first um fundraising challenge for this year uh it's the this is third time um i've had a like a charity haircut um and donated to little princess's trust um so i recommend if you are if you happen to be having a haircut and having a reasonable amount cut off it is definitely worth having a look at little princess's trust and um seeing if you can donate your your hair if you're having it cut anyway why not why not donate it I think it's a an amazing cause and a great charity and if you can do some fundraising um, alongside that that's great Uh, but just being able to donate your hair I think is a is a great thing to to help that charity then my kind of longer 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 challenge which I have just completed um, was to run 500 miles this year um I gave myself the whole calendar year um I'm delighted to say I finished right at the end of October beginning of November um so it gives me two months for kind of uh like a I guess uh like a victory lap um I'm hoping I can maybe just about get in another 100 that would be amazing I think that would be a bit of a push in the time I've got left but I'm, I'm gonna give it a go Um, it's been a really really cool challenge for those that have followed some of the podcast conversations in the past and the blog as well Um, you know like running is a big thing for for my well-being that kind of keeps me mentally healthy that having that time to go out and kind of physically exercise and move um, and I'd say especially over the last Um, sort of two or three years where I've found kind of my job role has become much more sitting at a desk and a laptop most of the day like yeah sure there are days when activities or events happen and we're out and about but there's a lot more kind of desk time so running has become a quite uh, an important thing for me I think Um, and I've definitely noticed times when I've been injured or not able to run that's kind of had a big impact on how I felt uh so yeah it's been an amazing challenge I'm really pleased to to have kind of progressed through the year but also kept it up it's been a um a uh it's been a reasonable challenge I think it's more of a commitment that I've known that um very quickly like it, it's a uh, um twice a week I need to be going and doing quite decent length runs for me um so it does involve that kind of commitment of time and energy and definitely sometimes there is the the impact after the running that you know it takes a little while to recover so it can eat into some of your other plans and activities as well but it's been a really really positive thing for me to do and definitely something I want to I want to continue with it but I'm also going to change it a little bit so next year I'd really like to look at more um, uh, like kind of whole body stuff I don't know like is body balance and maybe like yoga and meditation some different things so I think the running will probably drop down to once a week and then the other session I'm going to try and keep that in my head that I'm still going to do that but instead of running it'll be a different sort of um, exercise or, or or activity that I'll do and then my third challenge um, was to get a tattoo and it was to have something that kind of fitted this sort of journey or story. Like the other two, the the hair donation is something I've done twice before. So this was the third time. Um, the running challenge, this was the second time I'd done a running challenge. So I think about three years ago, I set myself a target of 500 kilometers, which is about um, 311 miles. So to jump up this time to, from 311 to 500 miles was really good and a really positive challenge. Um, but it was a a kind of a a second um, not a second attempt because I'd kind of done the first one Um, but it was a a sequel I guess to that to that first challenge so it's nice to have something new as part of the the three this year and for me that was the tattoo Um, and thinking about what would kind of fit in with having like a mental health focused um, tattoo but also kind of about like my journey and my experience um and uh I like, as you know from some of the conversations we've had here like I've had my experience with um with depression and uh at times the kind of the suicidal thinking and trying to find different parts or different uh stages of my journey as well to connect with and so for me um mind really just came through as part of that um, from being someone that was struggling for the first time with depression and with different life situations happening as well and looking online at the the mine website and kind of trying to find out a bit about like what is depression and what sort of support or resources are there that was probably a, a slightly later I think It's just what is this um, was the first thing um, and then also finding out about some of the local support that that was available as well so eventually once I saw my GP I'd I'd been struggling a long time before I saw my GP but when I did do that um, they then signposted me over to uh, the mind website and to find your find your local mind and get in touch with them Uh, and it it was a case of uh, that stepping stone to accessing services and support um, and I did I did have periods where I was using different um different counseling or or therapies Um, and it it definitely was a journey um having used both over the phone um some like information gathering online but also in-person groups uh, and in-person some in-person one-to-ones as well um, through therapies and I think that's something I've spoken about in the past when we have talked about Um, therapies and different types of support as well so yeah there's kind of all of that and then having been involved with uh, different campaigns and projects and services that have been delivered by different local minds as well as national mind um, was really kind of part of that experience I think one of my like really early blog posts Um, I wrote a guest blog post for a local mind um, kind of in the north of the country Uh, and that was kind of one of the the earlier times of sharing my experience with someone else's platform or channel. I also had um, the very fortunate experience of being part of a suicide prevention campaign run by another local mind and um having the opportunity to share some of my experience um and hear other people um share theirs as well was extremely powerful uh and a very moving piece of material to be part of uh and then also then having the opportunity to to um work at a local mind as well has definitely given me more insight into um what can and does happen um when people are trying to and delivering services um the different ways to promote those services and hopefully make more people aware of them because uh it is something I would like I was unaware of until I was in the situation where I was struggling and I think that's uh, f- not always the case but it is a very commonly heard um, thing. it's definitely been part of some of the conversations we've had here where people haven't known about services until they've needed support and and even then sometimes it's difficult to find them so being part of some of the conversations around like how do we reach more people and make people aware of where where services are um, and what different types of support are available um, I think is, is definitely something I take uh, a sense of pride and fulfillment from being part of those discussions and hopefully making sure more people are aware of services or feel more confident to access them if they need them as well and for me personally within um, my role I also had the opportunity to be part of some of the uh, new branding discussions that happened uh, probably about a year and a half ago now with National Mind where they were looking at um, what does our brand look like and how do we share that across the local minds, um, so being part of that discussion, I mean I'm a small part, very, 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 very small part, but being part of that was a big experience for me as well, kind of having in my head, like I, I was someone that was struggling and like came across the website and now I'm part of the discussions around supporting and making this information more accessible to other people that might be struggling, uh, was really, yeah, really like struck a chord with me, Um so that kind of mind, brand or the like the mind identity has definitely been part of my journey it's dropped in at different stages and it's it's not always there but it's definitely kind of um been in and out or woven in and out of of my recovery journey um so that felt like a really big thing and uh like yeah that's part of my journey and I feel a real connection to that so I decided the like the mind squiggle was going to be the thing that I was going to have tattooed and I'm really pleased to say it is now on my shoulder it looks it's settled now so yeah it it looks good I think I hope I think um but yeah I'm really pleased I think it's it's something that has been part of my journey I feel a huge connection to that um and because i've I've had the the privilege of kind of working with or collaborating with different local minds and national mind and kind of that network, it feels like it's not really attached to any one place if that makes sense. it's kind of all of those different people I've interacted with all of those different connections and those conversations and um, the different resources and services are all tied in with that, along with my own experience, both with and without mind, um, and that journey. I think um, is yeah, it's just a big thing for me. So I'm I'm really pleased. I'm really pleased with it. Um, and I can't lie, there were there were other there were other possibilities. I'm a big fan of the the Dino Comics. Um, which focus in on, uh, like, mental health and well-being conversations with dinosaurs. They were definitely up there um, and are still kind of in the background as a possibility for the future. Um, And there's one or two others as well that, you know, may be in the future. But for this uh, challenge and... I guess as part of no, I don't know if it's a challenge or such but for like for this experience this year trying to do f- three different things that were each quite different and each felt like they focused in on um, I don't know they felt like they picked up on different things or different parts of the journey for me um, either because i had done them in the past and like where I was in those different situations um, what they've meant to me over time or things I've learned about myself in that journey as well so yeah all three I think have been really really cool I can't lie like the tattoo feels like the bigger one because it's the one I've not done before in this way Um, it's my second tattoo um, but it's yes the first one as part of something like this so yes I feel really pleased really pleased that all three of my fundraising asks are now complete so you are most welcome to donate uh, on my fundraising page, which I'll make sure is linked into this podcast, so you can click on it in the show notes. Uh, but you can find it on Just Giving. Uh, it's Mike's, I think it's Tri Thunder Uh I'm sure if you typed in like 500 miles or tattoo or something like that, it might come up. Um, but yeah, the are like the actual link will be in the show notes to this episode. But I'm really interested in some of your stories because going back to what i said at the beginning i think uh fundraising fundraising is kind of usually quite a difficult thing um money is often tight and it is definitely going to be tight over the next while or so but i also think it's a really good opportunity to reflect on maybe sometimes why we do fundraising like yes there are charities for sure that need money to be supported Um, and we need to continue to promote fundraising for that reason to to get money to those places that need it but I also think as individuals sometimes as groups but definitely as individuals I think there's also part of uh, like I'm going to do something that is going to kind of raise attention and start conversations and, you know, raise awareness (laughs) um, about like my journey and the journeys of other people that might be experiencing something similar, of promoting and signposting to local or national services and being that prompt for conversations for being the reason why when some of your friends or your colleagues or your family members get together and say oh did you know like alex or joe were that they were doing this and they were running or they were they got a tattoo or they did a skydive and they were raising money for whatever and you're that reason that prompt for for a conversation or a donation uh and i think that's maybe for some people that's how we approach fundraising anyway but maybe it's a refocus to think about it's not just about the money like sure people the the charities need that but it's also really important that for kind of our social circles and for people that we're raising these conversations that we're we're recognizing the the need for some of these services and the importance that they have But also hopefully encouraging kind of that general awareness or knowledge around what services are, um, how to access them, um, and and where and how to do that. I think that's such a big thing. Like we have this, um, I don't know if it is awareness, like this general sense of like, yeah, that's a thing. And yeah, there are different places people can go. But if someone was really struggling would you know where to signpost them to or or how to encourage them to get help or support um, and I think fundraising could be a prompt for that to make us realize oh maybe there's a gap in our knowledge or maybe there's um, like some information I could kind of look up and just know a little bit more about even if it's just you being aware of Samaritans and their listening service and the phone line and the online side um, but there will also be information information if you encourage someone to see their GP, if you encourage them to like, find out where their local mind is or uh, other mental health or well-being service. I think there's so many great conversations that can be started by us engaging in fundraising activities that don't have to be focused on, on gaining a donation or rattling a bucket or anything like that. It can just be. I'm doing a thing if you would like to donate cool here's this but also here's some information about the people or the places that that I'm raising or money or awareness for and I think that's a a really cool thing to be part of it's definitely been my focus this year like I'm pleased I think I've raised around a hundred pounds um so I'm really thank you to everyone that's (laughs) re-donated to the to the multiple fundraising things I've done over the last few years um but I think for me it's definitely been a case of prompting people to like look, this is the place that I'm raising money for, but also there's local minds near you. Like, have a look at what they're doing or how you can support them or share their information. That's been a big thing for, for me this year, um, along with the fundraising, the the, <laughs> the the fund running. The, like, the running has taken quite a lot of energy, I can't lie. Um, and as I record this, I'm hoping in an hour or so, I, I'm, I'm going to go out and it'll be the first victory run um hopefully to get me up to another 100 miles to to have 600 at the end of the year that'd be pretty cool but yeah so that's this episode like I say, it's slightly shorter one I've almost kept that 20 minutes that's amazing um I hope you've enjoyed this episode and hearing a little bit about my fundraising and I'd say maybe more uh, a bit more like awareness educationy um type chat uh and maybe it's prompted something for you you know it's it's november now it's a cool time to think about if you might want to do a challenge or something for next year it doesn't have to be three things that was quite adventurous um maybe it's just just pick one thing that you'd be really keen to do um that you can maybe share and celebrate um how it supports your well-being or or how it's been part of your journey or how it's something you just enjoy doing can be part of your well-being in that regards as well thank you so much for listening and remember if you can and if you want to there's a fundraising link in the description Um, but I hope you're like I say I hope you're well I hope you've enjoyed hearing me chat for a little while in this episode I look forward to the upcoming episodes uh, that we've already got recorded scheduled for you guys over the next few weeks and month or so I am starting to book in guests for late November I think possibly um, and January and February so if you're interested in being a guest and coming on to the podcast and sharing some of your own experiences please do have a look on the website which is openjournalbc.com you can find out some information there also if you've loved the podcast um, I'm not sure this episode is going to get me the five stars but if you've loved other <laughs> Episodes and conversation, please do leave a review on your podcast platform of choice. It really does help other people discover the podcast and the conversations that we have here. Thank you so much for listening and continuing to support the podcast. I hope you have an amazing week or two, and I look forward to speaking to you again very, very soon. Say, say hello there. said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. You're not depressed, it's it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. I mean, this, this, this shit is real and it's hard, it's exhausting. Sometimes you need somebody to just give you permission. And I think people realise how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are. Not only did this help me to lighten it, it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. people just want to know that they just want to know that they're safe to talk and share these things. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, "Oh, that's you know that's so brave, or I could relate to that." um and then they want to talk about it.